Escaped Sapiens. I was curious. Um, so people always ask you about whether vegetarianism is more healthy and the response you give is something along the lines of um, uh, there's no problem with vegetarianism. Uh, eating meat is, is healthy in moderation, um, but in general, vegetarians are more healthy. Um, you know, if you, if you look at the average vegetarian, they're more healthy. The question I have is, is that because vegetarian diets are more healthy or because the people who choose to be vegetarians generally look after their health and, and are looking at their diet uh, more closely? I think it's both. I think it's both. I don't, it's very hard to separate it out. I mean, if you're eating a really terrible diet and you put in a, you know, a bunch of vegetables, it's not going to make much difference. Um, but, I, you know, th th that's what I mean by tracking, that health, health characteristics track. So people who are healthy, they don't smoke, they don't drink a lot, they don't take recreational drugs in large amounts, they eat their vegetables, they get plenty of sleep, they're physically active, although they're, they're doing all those things. Um, and the, uh, you know, I, I mean, you, you can see it, it's a little weirder with um, vegans because vegans veer into a belief system that borders on religion if it's not uh, the equivalent of, of religion. And vegans aren't necessarily healthier. Some are, some aren't. Um, but it, it just depends on what their particular habits are. Whether but they're getting they, enough B12 and so on. Yeah, and whether they're eating enough and you know, a few other things. But the... Um, you know, but they track and certainly people who eat a lot of fruits and vegetables are generally healthier than people who don't. Mm. Um, and that's been known for a very long time. If you had a recommendation for, so uh, you said first people who just dropped out the soda from their diets saw an amazing drop in weight. But if you had, um, so that's, that's on the health side. If you had a recommendation for people on the environment side, so people, it's very difficult for people to change their um, behaviors, but if there's sort of one thing you could recommend, what, what would it be on the, on the environment side? Eat vegetables. Eat vegetables. Replace some of your meat with vegetables. Um, you know, the, the, the recommendations are to have to cut the amount of meat that people in America are eating by half and to double the number, to double the amount of vegetables. Um, so a step in that direction. When I was younger, no one really taught, at least I wasn't aware of people talking about meat being bad for the environment or, or health. Maybe I was just too young. But has is, is this been something that's really been spoken about for a long time now? Well, Francis Moore Lappe's book, Diet for Small Planet, has just gone into its 50th year. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. I, I see your point. <laughs> oh, she, she was way ahead of her time. The, um, I think it's, it's come with the, with climate change, has come the realization that beef cattle generate a lot of methane and the feed for beef cattle generates um, carbon. And so if you look at, there've been sort of assessments of 
the climate change potential of foods along the, the entire spectrum of foods and beef wins every time as the big emitter. So it becomes, and it's so much higher than everything else because of the methane in the feed that um, it's the first thing you want to drop. And the health recommendations are the same. So there's only one diet. Um, and that's, you know, Michael Pollan's eat food, not too much, Mike, mostly plants, really takes care of it. Mm. I mean, that was. But for people who struggle, then maybe that's, you know, because my own recommendation would be something along the lines of just re replace one meal uh, of meat per week. If you, ca if you can't do anything else, just do that. But meatless meat Monday. Meatless Monday. And, you know, that reset, that recalibrates where you are. And then if you repeat, <laughs> you know, a year from then, then you, uh, you, you may not even notice a reduction. But I suppose for people who can't do that, then the next uh, easiest thing might be um, just cut out beef. You eat yeah. other meats. I mean, that's certainly for people who can do that. And lots of people have done that. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't tell people how to eat. I really don't. They, it's uh, not. It's not a very useful way to spend your time. Um, and people have to find their own way. Did the did the pandemic actually have a big change? Uh, any big influence on policy at all? Oh yeah, for undernutrition. Um, absolutely, the Biden administration came in and started giving everybody money. Guess what? The problems went away. Pretty the amazing. Prob the problems in terms of uh, people not eating enough, not having enough. Uh... Uh, not having enough food insecurity went way down. Hmm. Uh, big surprise. People had money for food. Um, so that was a big one. And the, the SNAP benefits increased. The um, plan on which the SNAP benefits are based, increased, there was more money being given to the poor. Can I that ask, was, that was um, a big change. one thing I'm a bit curious about your opinion on is, you know, when I go to the local farmer's market or something like this, the food is more expensive. If I buy bio, it's more expensive. If I, mm -hmm. if I get um, cruelty-free meat, whatever that means, um, or if, if I buy the eggs where they don't kill the male, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, all of these things cost more, but my perception is that that's because with, uh, cheaper foods, the cost is being shoved aside in some, for someone else to pay somewhere else down the line. And so first of all, um, I guess the question is, you know, who is paying these extra costs ultimately? You and, are. And, and is it? cheaper for me it, would it be cheaper if everyone was buying the the bio and everyone you know if if we take into account these hidden costs is it more expensive than i'm buying the beer no i mean the uh, you know it's food pricing is complicated because of subsidies and other government policies my favorite government policy is that um, food companies can deduct their marketing costs from their income taxes if they pay income taxes at all. Um, they can do that. And the cost of cleaning up 
the plastic mess that is caused by Coca-Cola is borne by communities. The cost of cleaning up the Gulf of Mexico is borne by the communities that live along the Gulf Coast. Um, you know, those costs are passed on. Uh, and nobody knows what the real cost of food is. There's a book that's just come out on the real cost of food. Um, it's individual chapters and it's not very easy to read and it's hard to read, but that's the whole point that it makes is that you don't have any idea what the real cost of food is because it's being paid in ways that you don't see. And the companies are not paying it. So, you know, so, so that's part of what's wrong with the food system, but it's unlikely to change without a government that's got some power to change it, which we don't have because we have a divided government that can't do anything. You know, it can't, it can't govern. Are you still optimistic? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm not at all. The, uh, I mean, there are things that are getting better. And certainly, I have a lot of optimism about who I'm teaching. Mm. And the, the young people who are interested in these issues get them. None of this comes as a surprise to them. They just totally get it. And where, where their frustration comes in is they don't know what to do about it. I guess it can seem, you know, when you go to the shopping center, you you be very careful about what you buy, but probably no matter what you choose, it's still not going to be carbon neutral. And then you look at the person in front of you and they've got a cart full of whatever else filled with plastic. And, and it, I suppose it can be discouraging and you can feel as though your individual choices don't actually matter. But ultimately, do they do if everyone is thinking along the same lines, right? Right. I mean, but you only have a choice of what you have a choice of. Right? You go into a supermarket, you can only buy what's in that supermarket. And you're more likely to buy what's more visible, what's more available, what's cheaper, um, what you th what's advertised, what you think you like, what your friends are buying, um, what you think is normal. And the, um, you know, I mean, the, you're in the middle of a business situation. So you don't make choices in a vacuum. I mean, I was really thrown by the Cheerios. I just couldn't believe it. I don't know why I hadn't noticed it before. But I think a fourth of the cereal boxes in the store that we went into were Cheerios. Cheerios are tasty. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're you know, fruit-flavored, chocolate-flavored. I mean, all these line extensions... Cheerios, where did they come from? I don't, I hadn't seen them before. This is the first time I noticed it. I was absolutely shocked. Hmm. Uh, can, can, <laughs> one thing that I... So you feel I, like you're making a choice? That's not a choice. When, when it comes to... So something I'm a bit curious about your answer on is... So recently, there've been... The sales of water bottles have been going up as... Uh, soda has been coming down as far as I know. And so, so what's your way of viewing this? Are, are you sort of happy that people are going for water and that's like the healthy choice? Or, not in bottles. Or, or, but dismayed that they're not going for the tap instead. Well, again, there's huge profit in it. 
Soda companies own water companies, first of all. Um, so they're making money off of it. And there's more profit in, um, actually there's more profit in soda than there is in water. I'm not sure why, I've never understood that. But the, um, no, I mean, the whole water bottle thing has undermined municipal water supplies to the point where nobody trusts them anymore. And which cities, you know, aren't investing in keeping the municipal water supplies so they're functioning. So our social infrastructure is basically when, when, so my, my question of where does the cost go? This is where the cost goes. Essentially you have these. Absolutely. Hmm. Why shouldn't water be free or sold at very low cost? Uh, certainly the soda companies are taking these municipal water supplies. That's the basis of Coca-Cola and Pepsi. They just take it out of the tap. That's where they get their water. Um, and there are costs associated with that, too, that the public pays. Why should we support the water needs of soda companies? What, you know, one thing that does have me optimistic, and so <laughs> when things are bad and you have economies of scale, you can often do things that you don't, you wouldn't be able to do as an individual. So, so for example, there was this girl in Australia, she was eight years old, six, she was young. And she decided that she wanted to stop plastic straws in her school. So she petitioned and she had plastic straws taken out of her school canteen. And then, yeah. and then she went and then this spread to other schools and then an entire district, uh, was no longer using straws. And then it went out to the pubs in the surrounding area and so on. And so this this one little girl, because of the economy of scale and because the problem is so big, could have individually an impact that was quite enormous. And uh, I know plastic straws are a small thing in the large scheme of things, but individually she may uh, be at net negative um, plastic use, let's say, um, because of her impact on the larger environment. And so- it's often often it can look like as an individual you can you really have no no way of being uh, carbon net negative or you've got no way of having an impact. But actually, it's when things are this bad, you do have opportunities to to have an oversized impact. Well, there's one philosophy that it's catching, and so that if you take action, your friends and neighbors will also take action. There's quite a bit of evidence for that. So that's a, that should be an incentive to act. Um, so I'm greatly in favor of taking individual action. Escaped sapiens.